guys what's up um, again give credit when credit is due I, like always I don't want to say names but if you want to see these movies that I'm talking about recently just now like for this one example Pastel de Sanguila aka Blood Pie from 1971 um, there's a lot of people that specialize in public domain movies that are not being released in Region 1 US and DVD format or been out of print for many many years they are very nice to re-upload them on YouTube and um, please do not take these people the wrong way um, this is for film and archival purposes and they keep it like cinema alive by doing this um, let me just say this is a very rare very rare movie and something I, I didn't even know about um, this is a horror anthology from Spain and let me just say something about Spanish horror from Spain um, they, when they do horror movies and if you look at like Paul Natchez's work, for example, they really, really know how to build up on the dark atmosphere and the creepiness level of things when it comes to the horror movies. They really do. Know, they really do know how to take advantage of it. And I just wish like today's horror could be somewhat similar like this, where you could just take advantage of the darkness of a horror movie. You know, um, Sidious, I give it props. They they did a good job, in my opinion, of doing it. But um. Lately, there's a lot of horror lately trying to do that style, and um, it's not really well done, to be honest with you. It had the moments, but not well done. This is one of those movies that are well done at it. It could be an old movie or a new movie, it doesn't matter. This is from 1971. Let's get it started. Um, I'm trying my best not to spoil too much. I feel like this movie has everything. Um, there's no host in this movie, not every, uh, mostly. Some horror, I said a lot of horror anthology trying to do like this creep show, Vault of Horror, Tales of the Crypt type of thing where you gotta have your host. Well, this is one of those anthology horror that have no host, so it just keeps on going with episode after episode after episode. And in this case, it's only four. Um, one is about this Condicio, like like a soldier from Spain. I can't say the name right, Condicio or Consistador, you know, I mean. Sorry, my, my speech totally sucks. But a soldier, he's wandering around the land, and he saw this dead woman, like, the dead woman, like, and he keeps having these, like, these voices, like, this woman's calling him, and this kid comes with him and follow him around, and, um, like, again, and then there's a moment when he, when he sees this dead woman coming at him, and the dead woman looked like she had, like, claws, so I'm taking the guess she must be a ghoul or a zombie, and then you have like this ending in this first episode, it's like, what the fuck, you know? Um, the second story is about Victor Frankenstein. It's like, the best way to describe it, it's pretty much like a, they take on Frankenstein in this horror anthology. But the Frankenstein, this, is he looked like a pretty good, he looked like a good looking guy, actually. He's like human looking. And um, he goes out, wandering around, um, meeting other people, killing and killing. I'm still at the end. I'll spoil this part for you. So Victor Frankenstein kills himself while Frankenstein kind of follows what his father did and did the same thing pretty much by killing himself. Um, the third story, um, the third story, not surprising, but this is when the part when I talk about the darkness atmosphere and take advantage of it in horror movies. This is the third story, and I like it for this level about these two guys. And it looked like they were running, running from the Roman soldiers and stuff. They were on the run. And they come upon this, these forests. And the, one of the two people that, that was on the one telling the other guy that this forest is like, like a dangerous forest. When the Romans 
massacre children and cults, warriors, and then miss stories how they see trees coming out of the blood. Well, later on, the warriors free this dead body you see from hanging from the tree, and this woman appears out of nowhere, and you see the woman's fangs, and you realize this woman is a vampire, and then people coming out of the grave, and they were vampires. And one of the person died, and then then the vampire and then the others other run away binary making him into a vampire and then he ended up becoming a vampire and he's like wandering around the world like like he's like wondering what's going on like what the fuck pretty much you can tell by the reaction. Um the fourth story um I don't want to ruin the fourth story because I thought the fourth story was really good man. Um the fourth story is about like this woman she got kidnapped by this guy and the guy's having his way with her and and the guy feels like something's not right. He's hearing these footsteps, like they were, like it was dancing. And while he's capturing this woman, he starts seeing a picture of a, of a woman that's similar to the woman that he kidnapped, and wondering what the hell is going on, pretty much. And um, let's just say that the ending have a nice little twist to it, and that's what I don't want to spoil it for you because I thought it was pretty well done. Um, like this movie pretty much has it all, like ghouls, vampires, spirit, ghosts. Um, Zombies, I would say. Um, yeah, it pretty much has it all. You know, and mainly, it, this is a good horror thousand, in my opinion. It really does bolt up on the darkness atmosphere. And I wish um, movies today, especially Hollywood, could capitalize on stuff like that. Um, only only new school horror I know that could do that so well right now is Insidious. And I hope Chapter 2 will do this, follows along with the first movie. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later.